Hello and welcome to the Family Brand Podcast. My name is Chris. I'm a husband, a father, and an entrepreneur. My name's Melissa, and I am a wife, mother, former nurse turned real estate investor. And we believe the greatest gift you can give your child is a last name that stands for something. Your last name is your family's brand. If you are a parent who wants to raise your child to know who they are, love who they are, and believe in who they are, this show is for you. We promise to bring you real and authentic conversations with parents and experts who are committed to making their family their life's most important work. This show will help you take a stand for your family and to raise your children by design, not default. Melissa and I are here in Las Vegas for our annual, yeah, I would say annual trip that we make um, every December for the National Finals Rodeo. Um, I'm competing at the World Series of Team Roping. You probably, if you remember us talking about this at this exact time last year we love it here it's so fun if you're into the western kind of cowboy way of life there's so much to do and our kids just absolutely love it i was talking to someone yesterday and she was telling me that she loves the tv show yellowstone and she's like i have to come next year to the to the rodeo (laughs) finals because there there are it's kind of, yeah, it's just that Western way of life. There's a ton of like Yellowstone stuff uh, that I've noticed around like life-size cutouts and like Yellowstone merch. Anyway, it's just a cool life, a cool, cool thing that we would do every year that we look forward to. Yeah, there's the Las Vegas Convention Center, the Rio Casino Hotel, the Mandalay Bay. They're literally, their convention centers are full of just all things uh, Western related. And... For the purpose of today's episode, this week's episode, I want to start by saying you don't owe anyone an explanation. And here, here's what I mean by that. Which really has nothing to do with Vegas or the NFR. <laughs> yeah. So we're, this is a segue into the actual topic at hand. I just feel like a lot of times throughout my life, I felt like I had to explain myself to people. And in some cases, even wanted to explain myself so that they would validate me or I would feel justified. And I feel like we feel this pressure, maybe especially around family sometimes or people closest to us or friends, coworkers, people that we interact with often, that they'll question why we're doing something and we feel like we owe them an explanation or that we have to explain ourselves. And here's why I, why I think that can, can possibly be you know, potentially be dangerous is I think it depends on why they're asking. If someone's questioning something you're doing and it's from a place of curiosity, like they genuinely want to know what you're doing because they're inspired by it or, you know, they would like to get better in that area of their life or they're questioning why you're doing what you're doing because they're genuinely concerned for you or they're just happy for you. In my experience, I really enjoy explaining why I'm doing something to someone or explaining, you know, what I'm doing because I feel like then I'm serving that person and I help them. But if someone's asking me why I'm doing what I'm doing from a place of like jealousy or from a place of criticism or from a place of like, you're an idiot, like, why are you doing that? And in that situation, when I go to explain myself, I feel like I'm devaluing like who I am. And I'm almost like justifying them. And a lot of people are going to question what you do. Like Melissa and I talked about when we when we decided we were going to move to Hawaii. Which this this week is 
Oh, yeah. Our anniversary of, of moving to Hawaii. And then two years ago, and then one year ago this week, we moved We moved back. I can't believe it's been two years and then we've been back one year. That's mm-hmm. That's crazy. Back to Arizona, that is. Yeah, but when... What was your experience of people, Melissa, when we told them we were moving to Hawaii? Yeah, I think everyone had an opinion about it. It's just funny how <clears throat> a lot of times things you do, people people have an opinion about and they want to... You're right, some people were genu- genuinely curious, um, but some people had something to say that was it was wasn't curiosity it was like an opinion <clears throat> same thing moving back to Arizona though when we moved back to um the little hometown that that Chris grew up in it was you know that was kind of a a polarizing move for some for some people too yeah I'd say people fell into three categories in each of those situations one was and I'll, I'll say from least to most, I say the least um, smallest group of people who asked, "Why are, you know why are you doing that?" They were genuinely curious about it, inspired by it, and like, "Oh my gosh, I've always wanted to do something like that." Like, I just I, I want to know what your thoughts were around it and how you did it and what gave you the courage to do it. So it was fun to tell them. Other people, when we told them, they they didn't they were didn't have any questions. They were just like, "Wow, that's amazing. Good for you guys." And then the sec, the third group, which was to me the most, were the people who were like, why are you doing that? And almost from a place of, at least sometimes I felt it, and sometimes they would even say it in some degree or another, like, wow, like, oh, well, good luck with that. Like, oh, man, that's kind of crazy to do that in the middle of COVID. Or, man, are you sure that's going to be good for your kids? Or, wow, I would never do something like that. Or, wow, we could never do something like that. And it just, it, it didn't feel uplifting to to talk with them about it to share with them and i feel like that's often what happens when you you know feel like you need to explain yourself and so i think going forward if someone asks me what i'm doing what i'm doing i've really thought about this a lot i've been thinking about this like the last three weeks and i just told melissa about it recently that i wanted to talk about this i think if someone asked me why i'm doing something i might ask them why they want to know and again that might feel bold again but, but you don't have to explain yourself you don't owe people an explanation and, and and it felt so empowering when people would ask us, you know, why are you doing it? For us to say, well, we just, we want to. Well, why? Well, because it calls to us. <laughs> but I think going forward, if someone says, you know, you know, why are you, you know, why are you making this move? Or why are you doing this with your career? Why are you doing this with your business? Why are you doing this with your kids? Why are you doing this with your health? To just be able to, you know, for me, I'd say, do you mind if I ask why you want to know? And if they're like, well, I just, I want to do something similar, or I've been really trying to work on that same area of my life, then I would love to share with them because I'd love to inspire them. I'd love to help them in some way. But if it's, well, I just think that's kind of crazy. It's like, well, then what would be the point in telling you why I'm doing it anyways? <laughs> you know what I mean? You're wasting your time. You're wasting your energy. You're wasting your breath. Literally explaining something to people when they, they don't, they don't want to know. That's not what they're asking. We think they want to know. But I think even more dangerous, we think we owe people an explanation. And you don't know you don't know anyone anything. This is um there's something you've kind of coached me around that reminds me of this. This topic is when you tell people no. I feel like if someone asked me to do something or I guess that's usually gen generally like when this applies, but 
you know, say you decide this thing that this person's asking me to do, like, I'm not able to do it or I don't want to do it or just whatever doesn't work for me right now. I think generally I tend to go into a long explanation, like, no, I can't because my child has a concert that night and I'm supposed to, um, you know, be in charge of bringing the treats or, well, you know, whatever. I have to feed my cat. (laughs) (laughs) Coming up with all the reasons why you aren't able to do this thing. Um, But Chris is good to coach me to be like, you don't have to tell them the whole, like, backstory. You don't owe them, like, the whole explanation why like you can just say no I'm sorry I can't I can't do it that night and I've caught myself many times like usually it's an email replying to someone okay this is what it is I couldn't think of why I'll have people um with the podcast there are companies that will um you basically you hire them to pitch people that you get to be a guest on their podcast and a lot of times I'll be so you're saying Individuals will hire a company mm-hmm. to reach out to lots of podcasts. Yeah, pitching them to be a guest. Yeah, that they want they want to be on your podcast, basically. Okay. Sorry, that was probably confusing. No, I just didn't. I, thanks for the explanation. <laughs> <laughs> you failed. You failed, failed the experiment. I'm just kidding. Um, so yeah, they want to be. They want to get exposure, and they want to get on as many podcasts as they can. And so they email you, asking to be on your podcast, and. A lot of times they're not, I don't feel like they're a good fit for the family brand podcast. Like either they're just coming like, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. And Melissa will, yeah, this is so funny. I didn't think about this one. And Melissa will usually type up like a short novel and then be like, (laughs) can I read this to you as a response? (laughs) Because I always feel like, well, I I just feel bad being like, no, sorry, this isn't a good fit. You did that recently. I did do that recently, but usually I'm like. Well, la, 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 like this big old explanation. And Chris is like, you don't have to. It's not even the person themselves. It's like someone they hired to try and get them on podcast. Anyway, he's like, you don't owe them a huge explanation as to why. Just be like, I don't think this is a good fit for the Family Man podcast, period. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you for your time. And I almost feel like that when you do that or when any of us do that, we don't realize. But like by giving that much energy to something, it's almost... We give away a little bit of our power every time we do it. Like, it almost feels like this apology or this. And we give away some of our energy. We give away some of our power. We give away some of our value. And I think there's something incredibly powerful about just saying, um, yeah, I'm sorry. It's not a good fit right now. You don't have to apologize. Just say, I just don't. Thank you so much for reaching out. I don't think, you know, that would be the best um, fit for the podcast. I know we're just using this one example. But I I know for a fact I'm conditioned to apologize to people. I'm conditioned to, like, explain. And if you think about it, that's a really great scenario. You could spend hours every week just writing lengthy replies in the form of apologies and explanations. And it's like, why well, didn't you guys, you came and reached out to me. That's the other thing I think we don't take into account is when people are asking you usually for an explanation, they're coming and inserting themselves into your world and your calendar. So you've got to protect yourself as well. But I, I don't know. I, I hope this, maybe, maybe this will help someone around the holidays, especially I think the holidays yeah. you get around family and why are you doing that? Or why are your kids dressed like that? Or, Hey, I heard this about, you know, your husband, why did he, I don't know, protect your time, protect your energy, maybe see if people, but 
I love ex- explaining myself and I love sharing why I'm doing something with people who are genuinely curious. And I love when I, when I'm asking someone else, Hey, why are you doing this around your business? Or why are you doing this around your family? Or why are you doing this around your health? If I genuinely like am curious and want to know, I love when people are willing to share with me because it really serves me. And I think you can tell, I would guess more than 90% of the time, you can tell what their motivation is just by how they ask the question or their energy of how they approach you. Well, and I think it's a, it's a, the difference as I see it now is it's like a reciprocal exchange of energy. If it's like they're giving back to the conversation and you're giving to them, it's like you're exchanging energy and information Whereas the other scenario, it's like they don't have anything to give. They're just like, want you to like explain yourself. Yeah, you, and it's almost like they feel like you owe them something. You owe me an explanation. Explain yourself. It's like, I don't owe you anything. So maybe I was just feeling a little feisty this morning. Wow. (laughs) But it is something I've been thinking about just because of some things that happened recently that I've noticed around me and just other situations. So, yeah specifically we'll wrap it up here in a second but i think it would serve the conversation to just say it that it's around your your health like chris has been super committed to his health lately and not just lately i'd say this entire year for sure and even before that it's always a high priority to you like to feel healthy and strong and you're mindful of what you're putting in your body but for some reason that is people want to be concerned about it yeah and i and i've posted a couple pictures recently on instagram this is really weird for me because i've never i don't know i don't know if i've ever posted a selfie on social media ever much less i've done two pretty recently after workout in the gym with my shirt off which i was surprised that you posted those (laughs) because you never do should have been me i was really surprised (laughs) that i posted those and, it, but, and, and I really thought, like, why am I posting this? One is I really did want to show some love and support to this company, um, this organization, Superhuman, that I've joined. I'm a, I'm a client of theirs. They focus on helping entrepreneurs, like, elevate and upgrade their fitness. And so I wanted to acknowledge them. And then second, I was like, am I posting this for me? Like, why would I post this? Because I've had this goal to be in the best shape of my life by the end of my 40th year. And I've got a little over a month left. And I was like, no, maybe this would inspire someone. Maybe this will, because I think some of what inspired me to even go on that journey was seeing posts from other men tagging that, you know, in a mm-hmm. similar way. So I posted a couple and, and, and it's, been, it's been interesting to watch because some people are like, oh, can you tell me more about why you're doing this? Can you introduce me to the company? Like, I want this same thing or like, tell me what you're doing. And again, love those conversations because I feel like it's fun and it's engaging. And like Melissa said, it's reciprocal and Hopefully I'm helping them. And then I've had probably more people like, you know, they'll see what I'm eating and they're like, why are you eating that? Why are you, you know, why are you not, why are you not enjoying life? Why are you not having fun? Um, Although find out that I measure my food, you know, right now and they're like, oh my gosh, like you got to live life. And in my mind, I'm like, I am living life. Like to me, this is fun. But that, that's the thing in particular and I think what what happens is when, and I've felt this way before, I've seen someone, on, I hate to say this, and I hate to admit this, but it's true. I've seen someone out doing amazing things in their life, pursuing something, going after something. 
and I am jealous of them. Like it, I do resent them a little bit. Like that, there's that human part of me that is like, well, they're doing something maybe I'm not, or I'm not willing to. And so rather than be genuinely curious and inquisitive and helpful, like I, I judge them or I'm jealous of them. And if I was to ask them a question, it'd come from that place. And I've just had some of that as well. And it doesn't, it doesn't feel good. And I just got to thinking like, I'm not going to explain myself because it's really not, it's not going to help them. It's just, it's going to just justify, it's like whatever I say to that type of person is going to justify in their minds why they're not doing it. And so maybe a way to serve them would be like, well, do you mind me asking why you're asking? And they're like, probably not going to expect that, you know? But that, that's, yeah, that's the situation in, in particular that's kind of had me really thinking about this. And then I've just started paying attention to it. Like the, after I started thinking about it, I started paying attention to it in every kind of area of my life and other people. And just, I just think. Uh, Give us a takeaway for this week. Yeah, but just, I would just watch yourself this week. I would just watch like how often do I find myself explaining myself and do I enjoy it? Because, again, I think there's going to be times where explaining yourself feels really, really uplifting and empowering. I think there's going to be certain situations or even some people in particular that you find yourself often explaining yourself that it just does not feel good. feels like it weakens you. So I just really pay attention to how often you find yourself explaining and if, and if there's particular people and then how it feels when you do it. And just, yeah, you're, you, don't, you don't owe anyone an apology or an explanation for doing the things that matter to you. Thank you so much for listening to the Family Brand Podcast. To say thank you, we have something really awesome we'd love to share with you. You know, we often hear from families who will tell us that they just feel so overwhelmed because of the demands that are placed on them. They feel like they're constantly being pulled in so many different directions and spread thin and they're spending time as a family, but they don't feel like it's quality time. They're not really connected and they want to be more intentional. And we can certainly relate because we felt like that at one point in in our family. And so we created a guide that allowed us to really be more confident around how we spend time as a family and what we say yes to and what we say no to. And it's just brought so much more peace into our home. It's made our lives so much more simple and we want to share it with you. So if you go to familybrand.com forward slash free, you can download the how to take back your family's time guide. And I can promise you, it'll give you more confidence and more peace in your life and in your family. One last thing. We feel so inspired when we hear from families that we are making a difference for them. We would love it if you would leave us a five-star rating and a review on the podcast so we can reach even more amazing families. We truly believe that the way we change the world is one family at a time.